as we go on and on about who we think likes pegging in WWE, yeah. well, mm-hmm. has tried. The phrasing was has tried. Who's tried? Who do you feel? Who do you feel like you can read someone? This was cat. This is Kathy. You Mason. feel like you can read someone. I was like starting reaching you, for you, the mic because you did. Because you have you done? Have you been the pegger? I have not been the pegger. Okay. I have. I have had tentative conversations with people about it. I'm mm-hmm. not. I don't. Oh, nec- you brought it up. I did. Not bring it up. I did not bring it up. I did not bring it up. I would not be opposed to it. I'm not mm-hmm. against it, but it's not like my thing. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like, well, first of all, this is our friend LB's theory that John Cena, Nikki Bella have tried it. Mm. They're not into it, but they've tried it. Mm. I can see it. Yeah. I didn't know if like I felt like you could see that, but then I, I was dating someone and she told me that the person that her best friend that she had to do that to whoever she was dating that that's her that jam. was her thing that she was, was like this jam. is my thing yeah and so then she finds dudes that are into that and then when i met them and had dinner with them i was like oh yeah you look like you would be into that And welcome to a special WrestleMania weekend edition of WrestleSplania, the podcast where I, Kath Barbadoro, a wrestling fan, uh, I can't do this intro because Rachel is dancing around while I do it. I, a wrestling fan, explain wrestling to new wrestling fan Rachel Millman. Rachel, how are you? I am great. I'm in uh, New Orleans for the first time. I'm still stressed out about pronouncing it in the wrong way. <laughs> you're doing great, and I'm sorry I even said anything because now you're in your head about it. No, but the thing is, is that you you couched it as like, I'm going to say this to you once. And I was like, what, what did I do? What have I said wrong? <laughs> I did I accidentally say like a, the wrong word for the Romani people or something like that? Like you said it in such a way that I had said a slur. I was going like, to yell at you for being racist. You were like, it's New Orleans. It's not New Orleans. And I was like, oh, okay. But now I'm trying to say it right because I'm already like a Brooklynite out of town visiting on WrestleMania weekend. So the least I can do is to be like New Orleans. <laughs> Thank you for respecting their culture. I've heard a lot of people say it the other way while we've been here, so I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, I just, I want to, if I can consciously not fuck up, that would be great. (laughs) Fair enough. This episode is cool because not only are we doing it from a different location on a special weekend, we have a really cool guest today who we were very happy to have do the show. Today we have Ron Funches. Hi. Hi, Ron. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Exciting. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm pumped. We are recording from the floor uh, of Ron's hotel room because there's mm-hmm. one chair. Yeah, now I feel rude that I'm in it. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's fine. I like it. It's like, no, it's, it's like story I've, time. That's very self-conscious. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're like a benevolent king. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you immediately relaxed yeah. when you said mm-hmm. that. So relaxed. I feel at home now. <laughs> yes. So uh, we are about to go to Joey Janela's spring break, uh, number two. Ron, you were there last year, right? Yes. And it was It was amazing. I loved it. It was a perfect, it's everything I love, especially as a comedian. Just great mix of just good wrestling and really, really funny comedy. Like the um, Clusterfuck Battle Royal last year was some of the funniest things i saw whether like stand-up show wrestling show whatever so uh i'm really excited i hope i'm excited for the second one matt riddle versus versus james ellsworth you know main event anywhere in the country so i'm excited (laughs) 
for real. Uh, yeah, and you're doing commentary tonight, right? I'm doing main event. Uh, yeah, I'm doing uh, commentary for that match. For yeah, for just ma- for that. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah. That's very exciting. Ooh, yeah. Oh, so that's less pressure then too, because like the commentary thing, the an entire an entire show would be like so stressful. But like one match, you can be like. I'm tagging in. So yeah. it's like wrestling. Yeah, just tagging in. <laughs> uh, it's late at night. They'll know I'll be pretty high, and just, <laughs> which is great for talking about Matt Riddle. Absolutely. And just hanging out, That's you know? That's just method. You're mm-hmm. just like the Daniel yeah. Lewis of commentary. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, I, I have seen you. I, I'm the person who watches wrestling more. I'm the older fan than Rachel, and I feel like I see you in the front row of many things, having the best time of your life. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, first of all. So how did you, how long have you been a fan and like how did you get into it? Um, I've been a fan of wrestling since I was about five years old or so. Um, I got into it basically because um, I was raised in like a house of all, all ladies. Like I was raised, my, my mom's a single mom and I had my sister. And then at one point we lived with my aunt and her daughter. And so it was a lot of like braiding hair and playing Pretty Pretty Princess and a lot of a game of like, I'm tired of, from work, give me a massage. And so, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's come handy in, in now, in the future. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you learn oh. some good life skills for keeping for tired keeping ladies. ladies happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm like, this is old hat. <laughs> you need a compliment and a neck rub. I got you. Uh, <laughs> um, and so my uncle was kind of like the only male figure in my life. And so he would kind of take me out to the Rosemont Horizon in Chicago. And we'd see like my first matches was seeing like Hulk Hogan versus Earthquake and um, seeing just Tatanka and just all these people that I grew up loving these big larger than life characters like the ultimate warrior and that's like that was the first character person I truly fell in love with was the ultimate warrior until yeah. you know later on and you're like oh no he would not like me at all so. <laughs> for Rachel do fan he's a crazy person I kind of got like that I like I know the name I know like the face paint do you know the face paint I know the face paint I sort of know the vi- I know the name I know the visuals I know basically whenever you're talking about a wrestler, if you say he would not like me and it's someone who ostensibly shares your politics, you could probably put some of it together. <laughs> like, hey, we shouldn't talk about the shape of the earth with that guy. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> but Ultimate Warrior is like your your guy. What did you, what was like, why were you drawn to him? Do you He's know? He's just wild and crazy and he had fun face paint and he ran down the ring and everybody was all about Hulk Hogan and so I've always been like I say you know I'm like Super Nintendo Sega Genesis I was a Sega Genesis type of boy I'm like <laughs> I, people go right I go left so I was like you like Hulk Hogan I like Ultimate Warrior but so uh, but then I started finding out, you know, getting deeper into it, being a nerdy teen, and then being like work rate and things like that, <laughs> and like the things I was interested in. And then I fell out of it when I wanted to have sex. Mm-hmm. And then a smart call. Yeah, this is a classic story of a wrestling fan. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a really practical call. Yeah, but it didn't out. work. <laughs> oh no! It didn't work. So I just was like, well, fuck it. And I'm just not having sex and not watching wrestling. This is lame. <laughs> <laughs> So I went back to wrestling. I mean, and, it worked out. You, yeah. you've, you've had sex, I'm yeah, assuming, yeah. in your life. Fair amount now, you know. Uh, yeah, no, no. just be, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, like, uh, you, yeah. you, uh, got into it, and then when you were a teenager, you got, like, the, you became, like, a smark, kind of, like, you were nerdy about the, like, 
the yeah, world just, of wrestling. Yeah, just anything, you know. Just holding on to my electronic boutique bag and just being a big old nerd. Uh, <laughs> that was me, like 13, 14, 15, sitting in my locker, reading Moliere, just being alone. <laughs> and then I left it. And then I got back into it with the, what was really popular in, when I was in um, later in high school when the Monday Night Wars were starting back up. Mm-hmm. So that was got us all back into it because then it was cool because then we were just going to my friend's trailer and just smoking weed and out of a gas mask bong and <laughs> watching Monday Night Raw and the Nitro. So. <laughs> that, I feel like, yeah, if anything's going to get you back into wrestling, it would be a gas mask bong. Yeah. For sure. It's yeah. a big help. That and ECW. Yeah. If, if for wanting like sex and stuff, it's like, whoa, like, well, this will give me wrestling and they show naked ladies half the time. <laughs> so it was like, this is perfect. <laughs> this it's is a bridge best. there. It's mm-hmm. on its way. It, it's you, well, it also is kind of like a bridge and a barrier. If you're too, if you got too into ECW, yeah. you probably weren't having a lot of sex because they were very weird people. Like, you've probably seen them at a lot of the indie shows today, which was so fun. Like, I love wrestling fans. I'm in the wrestling fans. And then at the same time, you see the ones where you're like, oh, this is why people make fun of us because you're so deep into something that you're not even a part of. You don't make money in and you but you're like we were me and Omar with these people today and they were just going just booking it and not not watching it, not enjoying it. Just the same type of critic you see in anything where you're just like, just live your life, man. I'm not saying stop watching wrestling and stop enjoying wrestling, but open up to more things. Do a second thing. Yeah. (laughs) Like going outside. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I I believe in that healthy balance. Perhaps try some sex, maybe. Yeah. That might... I feel like it would have really helped that guy out, for real. no. But that's what it felt like he was missing. Yeah, that's like something that we've, we've talked a lot about on our show because we are both like very... We, we come at it from a perspective of, like, we don't really like the fantasy booking stuff. And, like, we just like what we like and we like having fun. And it's yeah. so fun. Of course. It's, 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 it's something it's because, like, everybody is way too ironic for their own good to be able to watch something and enjoy it on, like, only a sincere level. Because everyone else is doing this on a sincere level. Like, that's wonderful that I can turn off, like, the terrible part of my brain that is, like, you know, the world is bad and actually that's good. So to see this happening is just, like, it's so great. And, like, we just, we enjoy, like, what we're trying to do with this show, too, is because I'm a person who wanted to get into it for a while. Like, the gatekeeping is really hard. So we're trying to open the gates with this, too. Definitely. Well, I'm always just pro more ladies watching wrestling in any regard, especially now that they're because the shift in how women are being viewed in wrestling as athletes and and just more fans being comfortable and coming. And that's what I'm into, because, like, again, you see you go to events and you hear people and you're just like some dude made this joke where like you get a chop and he's like oh I hit my wife harder than that and I was just like what the heck this is why I can't bring someone (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah like you said about like ECW and stuff like I don't think I because I'm a even compared to Rachel I'm an older fan but compared to you and compared to a lot of people I know that like wrestling I'm like pretty new to it Mm -hmm. and I think if I were watching like back during the like Attitude Era stuff I probably wouldn't have felt like super welcome in that world and I feel very welcome now I feel very welcome yeah I bet as a black guy I mean it's fucking so racist and intolerant and to everybody Except big giant muscle dudes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's so fun right now, especially the difference to see. And and it's changed a lot in WWE, but 
it has been more spearheaded on the independents to see like you know a team like you know the golden lovers and stuff where you have this like real life couple that's like a open secret in wrestling where they're like fully open about it but like they just don't bring it up in storylines because it's not a storyline and it's just them living and like we're partners and we're wrestling partners and we're lovers and it's just like this is cool as fuck and the fact that everybody embraces it and they loves it this traditionally racist homophobic sexist like type of art is like everyone's for it like that's amazing to me and i'm like really excited about that with wrestling and again just when you go to the fact that like women's matches not just you know all around the border seem as like more like real attractions with real athletes instead of like watching you know old school like fucking mud matches or, you yeah. know like the fact that they really did those on wwe you watch a real life mud wrestling match you're just like <laughs> why like you know it's yeah it's people people seem to watch women's wrestling now for the same reason they watch men's wrestling whereas before that was like not the case <laughs> like, yeah and it's still sexy because it's both exactly like, it's a bunch of half naked really buff people of each sex <laughs> going out there and showcasing and flipping around everyone should be loving it so <laughs> you are preaching to the choir yeah, that definitely. yeah when i say like oh uh people watch women's matches now for the same reason they watch men's wet matches i watch men's matches partially because they're all hunks that's part of it it's mm-hmm. not the main part of it yeah but it's don't part talk of it. to them no <laughs> It's so funny. It's it reminds me a lot of comics where it's like when they're performing, they're so charismatic and larger than life, and then you get off stage and you're like, oh, these guys are all so weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. It's pretty much yeah, exactly the same type of life. Yeah, it's exactly like that. Do you see a lot of like parallels? Because you, I mean, you're a stand-up. Are you? You're now doing a lot of TV and movie stuff. Are you like the road life? Did you ever do that? Because I feel like my enjoyment of of wrestling comes partially from being a live performer mm-hmm. and like s- some of it is that like because i love the energy of a live crowd that's why i do stand-up but also i can't watch stand-up the way i watch wrestling where i can just like lose myself in it you know mm-hmm. do you feel like you being a stand-up affects your enjoyment either like positively or negatively or just um i think it just i uh, i enjoy it extra things like i still enjoy moves i enjoy um just the story being told but like when i notice if they've got the crowd or if they can manipulate the crowd and i'm like oh great like this person is a great um storyteller this person is good at like like kevin owens is a great example of a person who can like put out a bar but deal with a heckler but not like let it distract the match you know and you're like oh this one's this person's a performer you know i can tell those things and that's really fun to watch sometimes um which is why i get mad at some people but <laughs> <laughs> do it better you just better at it yeah well no but some of them are just really 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 good athletes but i don't like them as storytellers yeah, and then yeah. they're still like everybody loves them and i don't like them well. I mean, I ran into Jaka, and he was just like, it's muscle feeder. And I was like, yes, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Because, like, as a state school theater program dropout, like, that's on the same level sort of thing. Like, I understand it from, like, the performance perspective and, like, the staying in character. Like, we've talked about this before. We're like, well, you'll, you'll just see Kenny on Not His Match on the edge, and he's still doing just, like, amazing character work. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. And, like... 
A.R. Fox's crew is one of my favorite examples of, like, you know, supporting characters still pushing the narrative. And they're so much fun to watch. Yeah. I love them. You know I love them. <laughs> um, what, is, what else do we got? <laughs> um, well, yeah, I wanted to say, like, we were talking about, like, you can enjoy the performance and the character and the storytelling and the athleticism. And mm-hmm. you, I'm glad you brought up Golden Lovers because they're our favorite. We did, like, People our... Everybody loves them, but okay. What I was gonna say was that yeah, I've been training for like a month in wrestling, <gasps> and oh, I didn't know you didn't know. No, did. oh my god, tell us everything. Well, that's what I was gonna say to bring up your thing. That was the only thing because I don't know anything. But the from the broad strokes from learning, where it's like yeah, it's mostly like it's acting mixing with like tumbling and like and also like grappling so you just like you you have to still be in it and acting and that's what i really like and that's i was like oh okay i can do this i know how to like and that's what they said i was good at because i was like oh, they're like you make noise you like push your people around like you're doing stuff uh <laughs> but then like the actual gym tumbling stuff i'm not that great at yet but it's just really fun and i threw up and they make you do a lot of squats uh but it's insane um, and she gotta be your passion and it's not mine so I don't think I'm gonna become a wrestler but I'm having fun with it what about being a manager mm, that'd be fun <laughs> I could do some spots I could do some small things but we'll see well I'm gonna keep at it I just like it and I like you know I lost a bunch of weight and I just wanna keep trying to fucking push my health and I wanted to like two things I wanted to do in life were comedy and wrestling and so I'm like oh let me try this before I'm too fucking old so <laughs> I'm trying it. Um, so that was it on that. What else you got? Before, <laughs> yeah, cause then uh, I got questions later. <laughs> that's what, like, it makes sense, though, because that's like uh, you're combining, um, you're basically like, I'm working out and I'm taking an acting class at the same time. Yeah. Which saves a lot of time, probably, yeah. in your day. No, it adds. <laughs> I'm still going to both. So. <laughs> this man works hard, is what we want to tell you. Thank you. I try. <laughs> So you've been doing it for like a month. Where are you in L.A.? Yeah, Santino Brothers. Yeah, Academy. It's fun. Been training with a, a gentleman named Tyler Bateman and Brody King uh, down in L.A. Yeah, and I've seen so, Brody King. He's good. Uh, yeah, so they kick my ass and stuff. It's fun. Throw, you throw up. You do a lot of squats. Mm-hmm. Run. Um, t- tumbling. Forward rolls. Backwards rolls. Quarter rolls. Um, Are you sore all the time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was making Omar do some uh, uh, the wrestling workouts a couple days ago, and he's still sore. So. <laughs> How many squats do you have to do per day? Um, I mean, I have to do less now, but like one, the most that they made you do was mean. Um, <laughs> a mean amount. I like the numerical amount of mean. mean. That's really yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because they, well, they started and they were like, we're going to do 50. And then people started Absolutely to slow. Absolutely not. Well, <laughs> people started to slow down. So they were like, you guys got to stay together. So now we're going to do 75. Keep <sighs> together. And then we ended up doing 250. <sighs> and so that w- was the most. And and I'm pretty sure near the end, I was just not doing, I don't know what I was doing. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure they weren't squats. <laughs> was that the barf day? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love, oh, what a, I love a cohesive story. Uh, <laughs> so what have you seen this weekend so far and what are you looking forward to seeing? Um, this weekend we saw Matt Riddle's Bloodsport 
uh, which was fun and weird because there's no ropes and things and a lot of map-based things. And I realized that I like more just wrestling. <laughs> uh, but it was still fun and enjoyable. I'm a real big fan of Matt Riddle. He's a very uh, nice guy. I mean, super handsome. Everyone knows that. Very and handsome. Just great at wrestling and chill. He's like, like, like the best that you would want. He's like that classic. You're like, all the guys want to be him. All the ladies want to be with him. You're like, oh, yeah, that's him. And he's still a good husband. So it's like, what? You're great. That's what Rachel, You that was like your first thing that you were like, here's what I love about Matt Riddle. Oh yeah, I looked at his Twitter and his like the, the last thing in his Twitter bio is like, I'm married, here's my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which like tells such a story of like, stop sending me your tits and also I don't like seeing them. I love my wife yeah. so much and yeah. he's just like, I uh, I didn't know anything about him before we went to see him at Evolve 100 and I was like, everything about this character is immediately like there. He just, he rules. He's so much he's fun. the perfect baby face for the year 2018 to me yeah. he's like a super stoner, chill dude. He just looks like Hercules in a very literal sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. When we went to see him at Evolve, we notice like all after the show and everybody's like lining up to do a meet and greet all the kids were in his line Mm -hmm. like all everybody was just like all the children which i feel like if that's like a sign of a good baby face of like all the kids are like that guy's the coolest well i mean i always feel that sign of like a great baby face is like the difference between like watching other baby faces and when you watch matt riddle matches in a good crowd is that like when um when other baby faces attack people, they cheer, and when they hurt, they get hit, they boo. Uh, when Matt Riddle hits people, they cheer, and when he gets hurt, ladies scream. <laughs> yeah, they're That's like, how "Don't I... hurt Matt." That exactly that thing of like don't hurt him is like that's how I feel about uh, watching Johnny Gargano. Yeah, like I'm just like He's another you one. leave him alone. Yeah. You were screaming that when we watched a match with him that you had already seen. You were yeah. like very very upset of like don't hurt him, and I was like I. What? What is going on? And then I like immediately understood because he's just, I've only seen that one match of his, but he's just got just an incredible amount of heart. And he's basically <laughs> Philly as a person. Yeah. yeah. He's just also like, uh, he just sells really well as being like super concussed. And you're like, no, <laughs> leave him alone. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> Who else? I mean, you mentioned the Golden Lovers, you mentioned Matt Riddle. Who are some other like current dudes in like indie or ladies? Oh, current current wrestlers, people in wrestling who you are really, really into right now. Um, my, I mean, it always changes. It depends what you want. In, like, independence or in WWE, what you want. Whatever like, you what like. You Whatever, like, is you the, the front of your brain. Okay, from my brain. Um, I just like nice people as well. <laughs> and I get, like, um, swayed now when people are nice to me. So... <laughs> 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 so. Yeah, yeah people I really, are really nice like to me. I like them. Um. <laughs> but both, like, I wouldn't even if I didn't like their work, but like, I like Trevor Lee a lot. I think he's really up and coming. Uh, he's very athletic. He's very, like, good as a heel. He keeps getting better and better. Um, I think he's just got a unique look. I like Plus, he's got that amazing accent, yeah, which helps. Yeah, yeah, and he's a sweet boy. He's a very <laughs> nice boy outside the ring, but he's like inside. Cause, yeah, because he's like so man, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's outside the ring. He's like, "Hey, Ron, how's you doing, man?" <laughs> <laughs> 
don't know anything about him, so now that's on the list. Yeah. Of like people I I also like him. He wrestles for the like a a company that everybody hates called Impact Wrestling. (laughs) And his whole gimmick is that he's like, I love it here. Like it's it's the best. (laughs) That's a good gimmick. Yeah. 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 So he keeps pushing it and he comes out like love it. He's always like, I'm gonna get you guys signed Impact Wrestling. Um, let's see who else have I mean there's I because I have just such a limited scope but I have a feeling there's probably some overlap of like who I am already enthusiastic about we already have one with Golden Lovers yeah but like here I'll tell you this will help you put Trevor Lee in context I think I sent you this clip it's from the newest uh, uh, Officer and a Gentleman which is like the interview series that yeah. Dustin does and he was asking the guy uh, like if you had to kiss one guy in PWG who would it be and they're all going around, and uh, Trevor Lee just goes, I kiss you, man, you're the champ. Oh, that's cute. I mean, you want to kiss Cena or fucking Mojo? <laughs> 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 like, this guy rules. That's so cute. Uh, I also, I'm into, um, I like Viper, Piper Niven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's amazing. Uh, she's cool. She and she's so me. pretty, and I like but that. Like, a hot wrestling version of me. But you're pretty hot. Well, thank you. But, but she's cool. I like her. Yeah. She kind of looks like wrestling. Yeah. yeah. That's like probably why I like she's Bailey. So, like, it's the jaw. <laughs> violent and like, like a, a you know a bigger woman in wrestling, but then like she also takes like um, boudoir photos and like po- and gives those out on Twitter and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, I'll follow this all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on yeah, board for like, all of this. You like your people who are nice to you and people who uh have good instagrams yeah that's pretty much like my what i go for too it's like how how much uh how good you are at wrestling how nice you seem and then uh how handsome you are Bon. and then like a bonus points of like your politics aren't dog shit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. That, that really helps if you're like yeah. moderately woke which a lot didn't... of wrestlers are, yeah they're not they're real which, which is understandable about body people yeah uh, but, <laughs> not necessarily but brain not people all this, but not all of them some of them are just fun weird people I love them like I love the young bucks they're great nice Christian boys uh, <laughs> they're sweet gentlemen they're very nice very business minded very entertainment minded one of my friends is uh, X-Pac who is like super just sweet and, and nice about entertain knows a lot about entertainment that's one thing i learned from hanging out with wrestlers it's just like wow this is like this is fun you guys know about the same things i can learn more things from you, you know about manipulating crowds you know about how and it like it opened me up to like selling shirts and selling merch and stuff because mm. it was kind of looked down upon and, and, and stand up as like oh you're being hacky and like and i, I tell that to my wrestling friends and they're like what like you know like how could you why would you not have shirts why would you not have things if people want them and now i'm just like oh yeah now i sell shirts online and like do things and i do them on pro wrestling tees get my shirt pro wrestling tees (laughs) that's awesome (laughs) but yeah i I think that uh since i've gotten into wrestling it's definitely changed my performance or at least my perspective on performing myself but also just like the amount of hustle you have to have to be a wrestler it's so easy to be lazy as a comic I feel like and it uh they are everybody is just working their asses off like how can I complain about taking a 
two subways to an open mic when they're like going out and fucking killing themselves yeah, for like 50 tables. bucks yeah that's what i always put like i was like yeah it's the same thing same job except for i emotionally put myself through a table and, and you physically <laughs> put yourself through a table it's the exact same thing mm-hmm. it's totally the same, same job. <laughs> that's why a lot of them go into stand-up yeah who does sta- who, who does stand-up from uh from wrestling from wrestling Dolph Ziggler does stand-up uh Coco Cabana does stand up. Uh Rob Van Dam has attempted some stand up. Uh <laughs> <laughs> has attempted <and> <laughs> I won't I won't ask you how you feel about it. Has that have any has anybody come up to you for like pointers? Not particularly pointers. I talked to some friends. I've talked to some people who do like more comedic videos like Rocky Romero and stuff and and we just talk I mean we just talk about entertainment. So it's more open ended. They help me with things too mm-hmm. uh we're hoping to get chico on the show by the way that's chico a that's a goal the for the weekend <laughs> so you're going to joy janelle tonight mm-hmm. uh what are you doing what are you doing tomorrow are you doing ring of honor are you doing we're going in, we were going to ring of honor but then we got we got swayed by nxt lineup understandable and so now we're going to nxt sweet um and then we're going to wrestlemania and is there another show Oh, we're going to something to wrestle with. What's that? You don't know something to wrestle with? I don't think so. Ooh, <laughs> major competition. Your your major Uh-oh. most most Is this major a competition. <gasps> yeah. Yeah. Wait, who does Striving it? Striving to be the I biggest know. wrestling podcast in the world. Oh my god. It's uh, now I'm embarrassed. And it's okay. <laughs> You're learning. You said you were newer. Um, it's Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. Okay. Yes, I do know it. Okay, now okay. I feel better. Are you just I know saying Bruce that? Are you just no, I know Bruce that? Pritchard. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I follow him on Twitter, but I don't uh, listen to the podcast. Oh, you should. It's amazing. But it's also, um, you know, it depends on what you're into. It's just you're talking about old wrestling from the 80s and 90s, anything that Bruce Pritchard was involved with. See, so was he was Vince McMahon's right-hand man for 20 years. Uh, and then he got okay. fired and because he, he brought a gun to work and he apparently maybe he waved it at people. Who that knows? Is, I mean, that's just a plot from Chappie. That's fine. Wrestling, you have to be dramatic. Exactly. I clicked it right into the mic. You have to. That's just being passionate about your job. It's bringing a gun to work and waving it around. Don't. If you are in HR, that's not true. Yeah. I was just going to say, listeners, please do not take that to heart. Do not bring a gun to work. WrestleSplania is not telling you to bring a gun to work. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> do not do that. We do not endorse that. So what are you excited do to do? Do it. <laughs> no. Ron Funches, the sweetest man in comedy, is telling you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We give Nate a heart attack like one, like twice an episode, so it's a really welcome change that you're doing it instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not getting cut. Oh, I wanted to ask you. So you have a son, right? Mm-hmm. Does I he do. like wrestling? Does he watch with you? He likes WWE, or he he as he calls it, he calls it just John Cena. So, <laughs> oh, that's but, yeah, he wants to watch John Cena. Um, <laughs> that rules. Mm-hmm. So he likes that. He doesn't like independent shows. I took him to PWG once, and he didn't like it. He thought it was too. He didn't like anything about it. He didn't like yeah. the lines. He didn't like waiting. He didn't like how loud it was. He didn't like how violent it was. So I don't take him to that. But yeah. 
That's fair. That is a very fair assessment. But, I mean, that's adorable. That it, Like, any kid liking wrestling... Like, the fact that kids love John Cena is just so wonderful to me. I still think he should have actually hosted Blue's Clues. I will mm-hmm. say this probably several, several more times. But he would have been a good host. That's all I feel about it. Jeff. You know who's a good host for Blue's Clues? Our guest yeah, right here. Man, that's what I agree. That's what I brought up before on Twitter. I was hopeful. Uh, <laughs> what if you guys like became a tag team on Blue's Clues? I love that. A or in life, man. A Steve team. A tag yeah. Steve. Coming in and out. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good. <laughs> like, you glowed episode when you just said that. I'm just yeah. kind of like, oh, I'm I would. I think you would be good. I'm I agree. excited about the possibility. <laughs> Crossing Thank fingers you. and toes. What I was going to ask is, since I am new to all of this, if you were in Kath's seat trying to like steer me towards stuff that mm-hmm. you think is good and you think that every wrestling fan should watch, mm-hmm. what are your recommendations for me to get mm. into? Okay. And so I'm, I know I'm putting you on the spot here. Yeah, definitely. With, with that in mind, is there anybody that ri- that bubbles up to the service? Or if not? If you just think I'm... Well, I would just say, I mean, because I would probably do some more history for you. Um, and so I would probably be like, when my, I mean, if I'm going to give you like my favorites. And I like just watching people who make me like wrestling because it seems like how much they like wrestling, you yeah. know? Um, and so I'd probably be like um, Bret Hart versus Owen Hart at, okay. at WrestleMania. Uh, that was a, a one of my favorite matches, just because they opened the show with it, and then at the end of the sh- it's a great story. That okay. WrestleMania is a great story because it's brother versus brother, and they don't want to fight each other at first, and, and little brother's kind of like he's he's a little bit better than Big Brother, but Big Brother's getting all the shine. Big Brother's getting all the attention. He's a little more traditionally handsome. Little Brother's handsome, but he's a little blonde. He's got a little beak nose. And so people <laughs> are like not shining on him as much. Uh, but everybody who's like real wrestling fans know like, ooh, this guy's kind of, he was like a real trendsetter. He was doing a lot of the moves that you see now that we take for granted that, that people weren't doing. Like he was doing like Hurricane Rana's and like Inseguri's like in the 80s like that people weren't doing back then okay and so um that's like just a great and it's just brothers and they had a really great match and you can see it and it's really hard hitting and that's really fun um i just anything when like eddie guerrero was doing like the latino heat character okay was really fun to me him and china together i will watch because then you get to see a lot of china i don't know if you've watched any china so you would say the hearts and then you Eddie, Guerrero, Eddie Guerrero and China. China together. They were really fun together. You get to watch a lot of funny stuff. Okay. And as well as Eddie Guerrero is just really good at wrestling. And he always made it. And he did a lot of really interesting things where you you just didn't see in other matches. Like he would uh, like go pick up a steel chair like he was going to hit the other person and then toss it to the other person and like make a noise like he got hit and then point to them like oh he hit me with a chair and then get them disqualified (laughs) that sounds great i immediately i already love that and just like prankster yeah just a general prankster uh so big fan of him uh, let's see right now who's just killing it to me uh, I mean everybody's just kind of moving up the WWE who's killing it really I'm really into Velveteen Dream I love that character he's 
because I think that's just fun. That's another one, like the Golden Lovers, where you're like, wow, this is like a babyface character now. Like, this is like classic heel. This is classic androgynous heel. And people are just like, no, he's great. We love him. Yeah, I, uh, well, I've usually tried to not watch wrestling unless Kath assigns it to me so I can keep myself as unaware for as long as possible. But with, that was one of the few things where you told me about him, and then I went and I sought out a Velveteen Dream match, and I had such a fun time watching it. Yeah. Oh, he's so good. I can't wait to do a full episode on him. He's going to be a great time. Yeah, he's he's awesome. I think it's really interesting the way that that has flipped lately. Like, there's there's the Golden Lovers, and there's him, and there's, like, some elements of Dalton Castle, too. Of yeah, like definitely the, Dalton, and then, like, um, Sonya Deville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An actually gay person. Yeah, openly gay. Well, I mean, you know, like, I mean, uh, you know, Kenny and, and Abushi are, you know, yeah. they're, they're, Kenny's openly bisexual, so it's not like, you know. Yeah. No, it's that's a definitely that's a fake, real yeah. story, yeah. not fake. So cool. <laughs> but like, I think it's interesting the way that that's flipped. Where like before it was like like with gold dust and stuff, it's like oh, the, it's gay panic. Like he's the heel for being doing gay stuff around the face, and now it's like no, you're a heel if you're made uncomfortable by Velveteen Dream or Dalton Castle or whatever. Like, yeah, like, that's really rad. Yeah, it's super rad. It's great. It's great progress in all regards. Especially, you know, with women, with, with, all, with everything, making wrestling more open to people and making something, because I mean, it's something that I love, and it's always weird when you have people who just straight up hate it or don't get it, you know, and they're like, well, how could you? And then you see why <laughs> that, that you're like, yeah. yeah, I can see why you would hate it, but you don't get the good parts and the good versus evil and the and the pomp and circumstance and, and, and dressing up and fireworks and, and <laughs> chants and, and the, like, really just... The best fans you can have, you know, I was talking a little shit, but it's like, I mean, that's one. That's why I never shy away from being a wrestling fan. I'm assuming it's another reason why you have a podcast is because you guys know that like wrestling fans are diehards and they will listen to your shit and watch you grow and they're happy to watch you grow and they'll talk shit along the way with you and <laughs> and but and they will put money behind you and it's like yeah these are the best people to have in your corner so i'm like i'm out whenever people are like you like wrestling i'm like yeah i like fucking wrestling like you know i talk about it anytime i can i, I would instead of doing talking dead i'd love to be on talking smack you know <laughs> come on <laughs> We gotta say that we, the listeners of this show so far, we talk about that. Wrap it up. On mic, off mic, all the time. Of like, we have the best listeners. Like, we are so, we love them so much. They're so good to us. They're very much on our level. So we feel really grateful for them. For sure. Yeah. They're the reason we're here. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, so Ron, is there anything you want to plug before we go? This will probably be out next week. Okay. Um. I mean. Ronfunches.com, go there. If I'm in your town, come watch me do comedy. Um, I have, uh, if you're in Seattle, especially June 19th, I'm taping my first hour special. Yay! So please come Congrats. support me. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then, other than that, I mean, just, you know, well, just send me well wishes <laughs> and think about me positively. <laughs> Twitter at Ron Funches as well. That's it. <laughs>